Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. This is the MT Sports Show, and you know what week it is. It is Michigan, Michigan State week. Hey, this weekend, hey, Michigan doesn't play. And uh, technically, you wouldn't say it's the Michigan, Michigan State week, but you know what? Michigan has a bye week for the first time in uh, you know, a long time, two byes in a season, and this bye, as soon as that bye week hit, it was Michigan, Michigan State week as far as I'm concerned. Um, we will get into that here in here in a short short second, but start this episode by talking about Ohio State's star defensive end will not be playing against Maryland this weekend. Uh, reports of him accepting impermissible benefits before he even really got to Ohio State, um, and, and that is um, alluded to him being suspended this weekend um, against Maryland. So, in thoughts of him being actually suspended for the whole season, I guess it remains to be seen. But um, this should not come to a shock it, to anyone. But, again, big news, though, because he's, I mean, he, he could possibly sneak into the Heisman race this year, and I don't know. And he's definitely going to be a top-five pick. So, I don't know. I honestly think if it never, didn't, didn't happen, why even play the rest of the season if you're, you know, just prepare for the NFL draft. Could this be? Could this be something that just a, where he just decides to go to the prepare that prepare for the NFL draft and sit out? I don't know. Your guys' thoughts. Uh, start with you, Brian. Um, not really sure. He he definitely seems to be more with Ohio State than uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, I guess you know, Nick Bosa decided to dip out of the Buckeye season after he was held for injury and then went to the NFL draft. As far as, like, the ruling goes, it's it's kind of weird because, you know, the NCAA is very hit and miss with how they deal with stuff like that. Like, we've had the transfer portal this year and guys being able to transfer and not able to transfer, getting their immediate eligibility. It's It's been very, like, uh, you know, sporadic on what they decide. And don't get me wrong, I'm, like, 100% for – like the ruling that the NCAA made earlier this month about allowing players to get money off of endorsements and whatnot. Um, But the current rules are kind of like the current rules. So, I mean, they'll say one way or other, and this is Ohio State, so you know they're going to be able to spin it the way they want to spin it. Uh, Urban Meyer, you know, kind of getting out of that with only four-game suspension. If anything, he'll probably be suspended for – this week, and maybe that's it. If the NCAA, I, I was reading uh, where if they determine that his uh, quote unquote family friend, because that's, that's where he got the loan from. If, it, mm, if the, he, the family friend, the family friend was an NFL agent, right? NFL, he's and, in the NFL, so. And you you've seen people like say, well, no, it's not, and yes, it is. So it's. Until the information truly goes out, which I doubt Ohio State will let that information go out, I was kind of thinking along the lines of, you know, Chase, you know, you don't you don't need to bring out any more information. It was kind of like Urban Meyer, you know, doing those news dumps and stuff. But just to you know wrap it up here, he's probably only going to get suspended for this week, and then maybe next week against Rutgers. But he'll be back for their most important games, unless the NC, unless they find out that it wasn't known before, and then they said that could possibly vacate wins, which, you know, that brought up the question, if he's been an ineligible player since 2018, shouldn't all this season's wins and the season's wins last season be vacated because it's ineligible? Uh, you know, we'll just have to see what the NCAA rule, but Ohio State usually gets out pretty clean with these, uh, unfortunately for, you know, the rival fans, which is us. <laughs> Great, great points, great thoughts, great everything. I love it. My opinion, the NCAA, Ohio State knew about it way before he was at Ohio State. That's just my opinion. I think colleges know. If you're recruiting an athlete and you're in his inner circle, like how do you not know what's, what's going on? You know what I mean, what's going on? Like if you really want to like, – Chase Young is a high-profile was a whole high profile recruit. You're going to be in on his, like, you know, everything. So in my opinion, they at least knew something a little bit because – Hey, how do you keep that hush and mum? But anyways, thoughts on it, Tyler? Um. Uh, I mean, uh, off what 
you know, you guys are saying, you know, that this whole NCAA ruling is, is obviously hit most, you know, with obviously, you know, with what more is going on, you know, with the transfer portal and now, you know, these Florida, California, you know, passing these laws of, you know, player, you know, make, you know, these kids making names off, off that and all that. But, you know, I expect Chase Young to obviously be back, you know, obviously probably for the Penn State game, but obviously for – the Michigan game, you know, I think I think I saw a little bit this morning, you know, obviously it's all over the news once it broke and all that, but I've seen a little bit this morning that, you know, it's like uh, Ohio State, you know, kind of, they think Ohio State kind of got ahead of the curve of this ruling by sitting, you know, Chase Young this weekend against Maryland, which obviously won't, probably won't miss a beat, you know, obviously, you know, Maryland does have a chance, but, you know, I expect Chase Young to be back, you know, obviously... It's just another – I expect, you know, see more of this going on in college in college sports until they have, you know, a legitimate ruling on, you know, because we've just seen it now with uh, with Wiseman from Memphis, you know, the highly talented basketball player from Memphis. You know, he was ruled ineligible. Obviously, he played tonight. But, you know, you're, we're going to – this is a trend in college football now, or in college sports. I, I caught Tyler. I do apologize to you and also Brian as well. Uh, I I did <laughs> have some technical difficulties over here, so I'm trying to get that taken care of. I do. I did hear what you what you said most most of what you said, Tyler. Um, again, it, I yeah, I, I agree with it. It seems. I mean, this has been a norm for a while. I like, guess this isn't just like a yeah. Oh yeah, happy yesterday. Like we, it's it's norm and it happens a lot. Yeah. And I think it happens it happens more in college basketball than it does college football as far as, like, things coming oh, out about yeah. it, in just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. So, but, again, like, I, I don't think he's going to be suspended for that long. And if he does, it's, like, going to be for a game or two. So, I mean, in terms of it, in terms of it impacting a half season, you know, I don't know. You know who's on the you know who's on the NCAA, you know, like the, the college football playoff committee is the Ohio State's what? Isn't their athletic director on there? He, I'm sure he, I'm not, he's not going to have like a play in it, but like, I mean, it seems like some conflict of interest in being on, associated with right. anything due to, due to NCAA or whatever. So it's, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it is definitely huge though, um, in terms of his, like, yeah. his Heisman race in KNC. I think that would, um, hurt him a little bit. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to hurt him a lot. Um, and no, I, I don't know. Ohio, Ohio State has so many good players. It's like, you know, how yeah. they can probably be fine without him. Um, moving right. on, if you guys don't have anything other thing to talk to say on that, I did want I, to start off that with that. I was it's pretty important. Oh no, that's fine. I was just gonna say, you know, obviously it may hurt his, you know, his Heisman and all that, but it's obviously not gonna right. hurt his his draft stock. No, definitely some not. Definitely next, not. Some teams next year, obviously, you know the. Bengals, sorry, Brian, and like you know the hey. lower teams. <laughs> you know, hey man, but, hey. no, no, don't get Brian wild. I feel like Pfeiffer's Bengals like crazy. They suck and they're horrible. Not, not, Anyways, no, no, man, tank season, no man, tank season, twenty nineteen. <laughs> Let's get a baby. But, uh, it's, it's not gonna hurt his draft stock or anything. No, definitely not. Um, definitely a big news though out of the college football world. Definitely something mm-hmm. to, uh, to to put on the forefront. Um, moving on, though, Michigan and Michigan State. Um, it's rivalry week. Um, so we talk about that first, and now we're talking about Michigan Michigan State. Um, Michigan State's been reeling the past couple weeks, and then and now you have, they had Joe Bocci being suspended for um, still pretty much uh, what much enhancing substance he, he was. Um, he failed a drug test, so he's going to be out. And also Matt Allen and as well as Daryl Stewart. So Michigan State's got some players that are out, and they – They've got um, some, some players that aren't going to be playing, and it seems like they've just been reeling their offense and defense um, has been struggling as of late. And Michigan is on the opposite. Michigan has been just reeling off some oppressive wins and suppressive um, streaks that they've been, been uh, on right now. Um, I do think that's going to propel Michigan to, to a win this weekend, but you just never really know what these, this kind of this game. I mean, Michigan State, Michigan State plays it so hard, tough, hard fought. Um, Tyler, I'll start with you, Tyler. Actually, what what is your, I guess what's your what's your take on um, uh, Michigan Michigan State this weekend? Uh, Michigan won last year. Um, Harbaugh is two and two against Michigan State. 
Um, no, a team, no team actually winning a home game in the series, I don't believe. So and Michigan will have a chance to do that this coming weekend. So what's your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, you know, obviously, uh, you know, this is, this is Michigan's, you know, second bye in the season. You know, obviously, you know, having a bye before, you know, a rival game. You know, State always plays, you know, Michigan Tech and all that. But obviously, like you said, Mike, you know, State has a lot of controversy going on right now, turmoil, you know, with Bossy now, you know, a couple of players being out and, you know, the whole what happened in the offseason and all that, you know. Obviously, you know, Michigan State's been up and down. You know, the biggest thing people talked about this year for Michigan State was their whole offensive shuffle, you know, musical chairs. And, you know, obviously the offense hasn't done anything. Um, so, you know, having losing bot sheet, you know, the defensive side, you know, it's probably a – one of, well, probably a huge loss for him, but, I mean, they still got Kenny Willickis and all that. But I expect Michigan, you know, hopefully Michigan comes out, you know, starting fast off his bye week and, you know, obviously not starting slow against State. Obviously, you know, Michigan's home. So, you know, I expect Michigan to be fresh, you know, uh, coming off the bye week and starting fast, you know, and hopefully not using the momentum because, obviously, the last six quarters, you know, they played well, you know, obviously towards the end of Penn State and obviously against Maryland. So, you know, they played well and hopefully they don't, they don't lose that momentum going into obviously playing against State and all that. Right. And I, I think that's definitely important um, for for Michigan to, to really do and just get just continue, just continue it. Um, I believe in the last, what, I think what four, four, six, uh, what ten, ten quarters? Michigan's outscoring its opponents. What, what did what did Michigan score? What did Maryland score against um, Michigan? Yeah, special teams touchdown. Yeah, it was a kick return. So the offense technically didn't score against Michigan. So also, what the score was? They scored seventeen. So no, they scored seven. Seven. So, Michigan in the last what the last six, ten quarters they've got what they're outscoring the opponents what eighty three to what I think it's eighty twenty eighty three twenty one because Michigan in the last you know ten quarters they they've scored forty five points against Notre Dame and then thirty eight against uh, Maryland and then um, so then they what they scored what twenty what in the last so you count the last two quarters of the Penn, Penn State game, which they gave up no points, didn't they? Well, yeah, and the, no no points in the in the second half against Penn State, correct? Correct, and then I think Notre Dame they, scored thirteen. Fourteen. Well how, well, how many points did Penn, Michigan score against Penn State in the second half? Was it at twenty-one or yeah? Uh, 14. No, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. So 14, they're yeah. they're in the last what? Like I said, four, eight, ten quarters are scoring, and they're outscoring the opponents ninety-seven to what, like, you know, fourteen plus what? I'm just doing doing the math in my head or on the calculator because I'm not really good at math, but it doesn't matter. Fourteen plus uh, what? Seven. Seven. So nine, ninety-seven 21. to twenty-one. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as in terms of what they looked like, Michigan looked like at the beginning of the season to to that. Like, right. like that's. That's pretty solid, and Michigan's kind of flipped the script a little bit. And uh, um, but yeah, I mean, again, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, right, exactly. And you know, it's been a variety of scores. You know, it's been you know, obviously, you know, against Maryland, you know, it's been obviously that opening kickoff return by Dallas Jackson. You know, it's been special teams. It's always been defense, and obviously, you know, the offense is clicking right now. Yeah, definitely. So I mean they're 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 definitely clicking. Uh, Brian, what's well, I guess what's your thoughts on, on Michigan Michigan State this weekend? You don't have to give me like a crazy amount because it's not like you know Michigan State's not playing their best football this year. So they got I mean, this week. Yeah. yeah, the they might the lose that game. Brandon, I don't know. <laughs> the the fighting Brandon Peters man. Uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> CP plays. He plays really good, and uh, Illinois can you know get another win. Hopefully, they can get a bowl game this year for Brandon, but. As far as Sparty goes, uh, this season has just been really a train wreck for for them. And 
there was a there was a report from a beat writer saying that the the athletic director was nowhere even near wanting to fire D'Antonio. They're going to keep Mark, and whether that's you know the detriment to the program because I mean they've had so many guys uh, you know transfer out or you know the recruiting has really dropped off the map, and so. As far as like Michigan, Michigan State goes, I think Sparty will 100% put the re- they're going to put the entire season into this game. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be something where, you know, Michigan's not going to get their best bet, you know, their best punch. But, you know, Michigan is clearly a better team. Uh, this would be one of the games if you know Michigan would lose, even though the, you know, the the running, you know, kind of. You know, joke is that every game is a big game for Michigan, but you know Michigan should be able to take care of home. And I mean, there's there's still guys from last season's team that was all with that the whole thing um, with you know the Spartans moving out and doing their walk with the helmets on and the Devin Bush altercation. And so there's definitely going to be some rivalry, bad bad blood. And you know Michigan State, Michigan, you know they want to save their season. They got to roll out. Roll at home. So, as far as the game goes, Michigan should probably win pretty handily. But I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan State kept it semi-close. And you know what's great? What's what's funny about that? That's almost like a like a silver lining. It's so just. I mean, I don't. I'd never mentioned it before, but it's it's like what the the, the Mike Hart thing to. Um, to essentially you know, Devin, Devin Bush, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like the that to the you know the flipping flipping the whole um, the whole rivalry just completely over. And it, it, yeah, I think that um, you know Michigan State people can say whatever they want, and you know Michigan people can say it was definitely preemptive by Mark D'Antonio, and then. You know, Devin Bush is not a pushover, and so he's definitely going to fight back. And, you know, I think both sides kind of wanted it because of the way 2017 went, and it was just – it was a game that was re- a lot closer than, you know, score said, and Michigan still had a chance to win at the end, even though they decided to throw, like, 37 times in a torrential downpour. You know, we'll never understand that, but – you know, it was definitely bad blood, and it's going to be bad blood again this year. And, you know, it's like, Sparty, this is what you wanted. You wanted Michigan to treat you like Ohio State, to be that that rival. You wanted us to despise you as much as they despise us, and they got it. And Michigan, definitely. you know, you know, they handed it to them last year, even though it was only a 14-point game. They dominated the game. You know, Brian Lewerke got beat up, and, you know, it's – it's definitely even though Michigan State's not doing good, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a you know, hard battle, you know, next Saturday. I think so. It is, you know, it is every year for these these two teams and um crazy so Michigan um passes in a downpour in that game and but against Notre Dame they've just run the run the ball like they are running for, you know, just, you know, whatever. Run for president, whatever, like they win. <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, I think it has to do with like co- the coaching, what that until now. But um, I think Michigan just has to come up with a game plan and just just stick with it, and um, and they can't. But they can't like just overlook the MSU because MSU just like they're going to come into the game and play like they're you know whatever. But in terms of mm-hmm. Michigan um, having problems with most facets of the game that's coming up weekend, I don't think Michigan should. I think Michigan should uh, should win pretty handily, but will they? I don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm to be honest with you, I'm not nervous for the game. And like I said, I told you said, be, said before, when I'm not nervous for games, you know, Michigan usually does good. But when they're when I, when they when they're when I'm really nervous for the games, they usually just kind of like, eh, I think be close. So, but who knows what happens when when it comes closer to the game? I'm not sure, but. Um, I think though that Mich- Michigan's pretty much, and as far as like in statistical things go, Michigan's pretty much leading Michigan State over, and in basically every category, um, basically every category. Um, even their Michigan's even better in Mich- than Michigan State in the in their rush defense. And that 
something that, you know, Michigan State's prided themselves on. So mm-hmm. um, for a program that's reeling right now, um, you know, that's on them in terms of they have – for Michigan State, they have more going on than just their football program. They well, who, Do they even have an athletic director right now? I don't think so. Uh, Bill Beekman. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they did hire yeah, Bill Beekman. Okay, yeah, he's and he could, like come from like where he I don't remember he where he came from. Did he come from like Harvard or something or no? I I mean I couldn't tell you the the staff changes for Michigan State as far as their like office changes has been so crazy with the Larry Nasser stuff and you know. I, I, no just think, I just think from. I just think I just think that they like they don't like you know they, they're not going to fire a guy that has at least one thing. But anyways, um, again, this weekend's going to be um, it's still going to be a good game as Michigan Michigan State. But um, in terms of anticipation, you know I don't know how and how highly anticipated it's going to be just because um, you know I I do like to see this game where Michigan Michigan State are both of their you know both of their like at least you know high strengths both teams because it makes for a better interesting game. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Michigan stick at this party again. But. Right. So. Right. And I think, you know, you, you kind of want to wanna see that. But for, for Michigan and Michigan State, the way it went from, like, 2008 to 2014, yeah, you really want Michigan to put the final stake – and Mark D'Antonio and mm-hmm. you know, all this, yep. this crap with yep. the pride before the fall. If you if you go out and you dominate Michigan State and you beat them and you just end it, and you know Michigan State fans, they'll just resort to wait till basketball season. And you know what? You know so, what? Would, I mean, with the thing with sports, Brian and Tyler too. You know, I mean, sports have been going on for hundreds, hundreds of years. So it's like technically it's never really over. But you know what? I would, I would, you know, Mark D'Antoni is always going to have that thing. Oh, it's, you know, it's never over kind of thing, like he said in that that speech or whatever. But, um, you know, Michigan is taking the control of this rivalry now. I think, and um, you know, Michigan should should let up though. They should just keep their, you know, keep their foot on the pedal and just keep going. But um, one hundred percent. Yeah, anything you like to want to add, Tyler? We can move on. No, uh, like you, you know, like you said, you know, obviously this whole, you know, it's never over, you know, sport, you know, sports, you know, you're you're always gonna, you know, have, you know, like a period of time where, you know, certain teams are good, and then obviously, you know, then you go through the whole change, and then you know all this, other stuff comes out, and then you know you reel back, and then you know obviously, you know, since Harbaugh's been with Michigan, and obviously he's been sending Michigan. You know, back to where where they were before. You know, what came from where they were with you know Hulk and Rich Rod. You know, they're back in the national spotlight. But obviously, you know, with Harbaugh, you know, you're gonna get that. Uh, you can't beat your rival. And obviously, you know, I felt like this mm-hmm. year with him beating Notre Dame the way they beat Notre Dame. You know, obviously for for the next 14 years, you know, Michigan has that upper edge of hey, you know, you get to revenge in like 14 years to, you know, to make a statement. So for, for that, I felt like for that for that statement for Harbaugh and the Michigan team, I felt like, you know, it's this game is just going to be another, I feel like should be another statement like you and Brian said, you know, with I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the end of, you know, Dan Tony at some point, if it's not this year, next year or whatever. Um, but, you know, for Harbaugh to make that statement, you know, against another rival, you know, I, just, I, I want to see Michigan come out with that, you know, that killer mentality and, you know, obviously make a statement against, you know, MSU. Yeah, I mean, in terms of making a statement, I don't think that this game is like make, Michigan makes a statement kind of thing. Unless right. Michigan beats them like 55 to like 14, you know, 45-14, then, then maybe. But I don't in terms of statement games, I don't really think this is a statement game. That's just my opinion, though. I can't speak for everyone, but I just don't think this is a statement right. game. I just think it's a, number, it's a rivalry game that Michigan um, needs to win and to keep keep the season going and um, just just um, you know, beat Michigan State and then um, 
just keep this keep the Michigan up in the rivalry. I mean, they would put Harbaugh up in the rivalry what, three two over MSU. So, um, so you know, th- 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 I think that's just what Michigan has to do, and um, I think they can do it. Um, we'll get to the score predictions at the end of the episode. Um, you know, Michigan moving on. Michigan, I think Michigan, you know, is going to have a finish the season off well, but it determines on how they do against Ohio State. Um, because that's really what everyone's barometer. If you do, if you beat Ohio State or do good against, and then it's you know someone who success. If not, you're just you know it's yeah. But they still potentially potentially could win the Big Ten. Um, is it going to happen? And it's you know it's very slim. But Penn State loses a three three games. Happen. Right, Penn State loses three games. Um, Michigan has to beat Indiana too as well. I think it's really you know it depends on if Penn State loses. Three games, and if Michigan would have, if they would have beat Penn State, uh, Penn State would only have to lose two games, and then right. you know, Michigan just beats beat Ohio State, and then I mean that's yeah. a tall task, but yeah, and obviously I don't know what Penn State's schedule is. I know they still have Ohio State, and obviously they got Minnesota this week. So I mean, for Penn yeah. State to lose three games, I think it's gonna be tough. Do they have uh, Indiana too? Yeah, they do have Indiana as well, but I believe that, it's I believe it's at Happy Valley. So it is that that, but that so I don't know. I we you never know. You really well, never know. Peyton uh, Peyton uh, what's his name? Peyton Ramsey. He comes yeah, to get back to him. Yeah, because Sphinx is out, isn't he? Yeah, he is. If Peyton Ramsey gets back to like a level that we we've seen before, it's possible. But again, I, I mean that's I mean there's seven to two. I don't know. Yeah. Or six um, or something like that. Yeah, they're they're 7-2, but they're almost, the record is almost comparable to uh, Minnesota's. But, um, but yeah, um, right. it could happen. It could happen. Um, you know, I think mm-hmm. best case scenario for Michigan is this year is um, is winning the rest of their games and then yeah. just going into the bowl game and winning the bowl game. That would be the best yeah. case scenario. Worst case, worst case scenario is you win the rest of your games and you lose Ohio State, then win the bowl game. Win the bowl game. So, right, right. And we'll know the way. I mean, the way that you know everybody's been talking, and it might just be you know team speak, whatever. You know, everyone seems pretty locked in, and you know they know that they can't you know, win the Big Ten this year. But if you went out and you beat your rivals, including you know Ohio State. You know, the first win of Ohio State in, what, like nine seasons and then – or in eight seasons and then the first win of over Ohio State and Jim Harbaugh, that would be huge for for the team. So, you know, just keep on – just win, baby. Like that one guy said. I don't remember his name. Mark Davis. I'm like – Al Davis. Yeah. Just yeah. win, baby. Just win. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I, I, the beating 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 uh, your rivals definitely is important. But if you beat a rival that hey you haven't beaten this many years, I, I mean I just think that it, I mean it helps out. It helps recruiting tremendously. It, it, it turns it takes the move from recruits to the, the recruitments. Um, and um, it's like, hey, okay, what do they got going up there versus, you know, just getting some of these kids that are, you know, try try hard kids. I like to say try hard kids because there's a lot of those try hard kids that have a lot of effort. But as far as like right. really, really talented ones go, like Bamon gets and stuff like that, you know, Michigan can maybe start reeling more of those kids on a, on a basis. But um, so moving on though, Michigan, you know, that's a Michigan. Uh, status in the Big Ten right now. Um, again, Michigan, Michigan State this coming up weekend, so um, it'll be it'll still be a good game. Like it's obviously just Michigan, Michigan State, and uh, you never really know what can happen in the game. To be honest with you, so in terms of right. it's a, expectations, it's a new kickoff. Uh, so yeah, it's gotta wait exactly. Long. You don't got to wait long. You're right. You don't got to wait till. I wish it would have been a three thirty kickoff, but uh, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Man, get, get the games, get the games, get the game started, and, uh, right. and Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh likes new games. I think, you know, I think Michigan sometimes thrives under 
uh, night games sometimes, sometimes, but who knows? Sometimes, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Moving on, though, um, Juwan Howard. First game. My man. Head coach, uh, beating Appalachian State by... Don't schedule that. Sca- do we schedule yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, um, they, they were up like 30. Um, so they were up quite a bit, and um, Michigan kind of almost wanted to lead there. Um, oh, God. Thoughts on, um, thoughts on the um, game? Start. Let's start with you, Brian. What, what was your what three thoughts on this current Michigan team and you know, how how you think Juwan Howard's going to do this season? Well, uh it was really fun for about 20 minutes, and then it wasn't very fun for about 10 minutes. And there there was a lot of – I thought there was some good that you really saw, you know, kind of spreading the floor. And, I mean, Teske was just eating in the post. He even knocked down a three. He started like a, an 11-0 scoring run, and he was just being a monster. And then later in the game, they kind of went away from him, so – it's kind of interesting to see if they they were just trying different stuff out. Uh, it is pretty concerning that you know, Michigan doesn't really have a guy that can go. You know, last year you had Iggy and you know Jordan Poole. You know whatever you may think about him for going early in the draft, but you know those guys could go get a bucket when you needed a bucket. And mm-hmm. you know I'm kind of interested to see how Isaiah Livers plays out because I think that you know with his his athletic ability, I would, I thought I would have seen him kind of take a couple more shots because he does have a really good three-point percentage. And, I mean, Eli Brooks just went crazy and had a monster game. But, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of people were talking before the season or not really talking, but some of the insider stuff was, yeah, scoring droughts is going to be a problem. And I don't think the scoring drought would have been as bad if Michigan wasn't turning over the ball so much, I mean, there was just so many bad turnovers with Xavier Simpson, you know, you know, the broadcaster said it, he had, I mean, he had a terrible night and, you know, hopefully that doesn't, you know, continue to happen. Probably not because, you know, we've known Z the last couple of seasons and he takes care of the ball pretty well. Uh, There was just some really bad threes, uh, some, they would they would get up to the rim and they just couldn't get it to fall, maybe just break it up. And I'm I'm just kind of taking it like a optimistic look at it. Uh, there's definitely going to be some problems for Michigan, and uh, you you just kind of hope that they weather those storms that they you know they go into scoring droughts. And you hope that you know either they can pick it up on the defensive side because I mean if they weren't scoring last Tuesday, then they would have locked it down. And there were there was some pretty open looks, and then that Justin Forrest kid just was going off with three after three. So I'm very excited for the Jolan Howard. I think you saw a lot of promise. when I mean, when they were playing lights out, I mean, they they were moving the ball. They were getting stops on defense. They were pushing the pace. They were playing great. But, you know, they had the scoring droughts, and they had really, really sloppy play the last ten minutes, and you can't have that if you're going to beat a I mean, even a decent team, not necessarily saying that you would be able to beat a Michigan State team like that, but, you know, they've, it was the first game. They'll get it figured out, and, you know, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Thoughts, Tyler? I mean, obviously, you know, I'm excited for, you know, the furthest Ron Howard. Uh, you know, like Brian said, you know, you saw, you saw the good for 20 minutes. You know, obviously, Simpson, you know, had a – Horrible game, which you know you normally don't normally don't see that from from someone like him. You know, obviously he protect he takes the he takes care of the ball well and all that. Um, but you know they'll get this figured out. Uh, you know I think they're trending in the right way. Obviously they don't have a you know cupcake of a schedule. Obviously you know they, they got Riverdale and I think they got Creighton next and all that. So obviously you know they got to clear up, you know, clean up their the turnovers, you know, uh, not get so stagnant. I saw a lot of stagnant in the second half uh, where they had a scoring draw. Obviously, free throws will be will be an issue if they don't get that corrected. I think they miss mm. quite a bit free throws in the second half as well, you know, a chance to close out the game. 
and all that. But, you know, John Howard, I feel like he'll get this turned around. You know, he'll have his he'll have his team playing, you know, with grit and heart and all that. And I think they'll they'll poise to have a good season this year. This year. In terms of Juwan Howard's the first his debut, um, I think that in terms of you just talked about um, the free throw, I want to hint out that really quick is uh, you know the free throw shooting was not good under John Beeline. It's not going to get any better right. under Juwan Howard. Right. In terms of, just my opinion. Just my opinion. It, it will. No, I agree. Just kind of like just it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And. You know, and to re- reiterate what Brian was saying, you know, just they don't have a go. They don't have a go-to guy. Um, they are going to go through some growing pains. And if you, your go-to guy was Eli Brooks, there's a problem. Um, yeah. I, I like Eli Brooks as far as his like you know bouncing back from last season, and I thought he right. was playing a little bit different and good. But you don't, in terms of when, like the game gets like you know real crunch time, do you have a guy that you can just be like, all right, give me a, buy me a bucket. You know, kind of thing, and I think Livers could probably be that player, but you know, I think I need we need to see him dominate him and um, Simpson too as well because Simpson, uh, Livers, and Teske all need to be guys that just need to be you know get be averaging like fourteen points, a, you know, thirteen, fourteen points a game every game, right. in my opinion, um, for Michigan to have a great, good, a really good season this year. If not, you know, I still think you're think. I still think you're going to see this team struggle a little bit, growing pains. Um, um, the, the moving the, the ball fast can get you in trouble. Um, you, it seems like because yeah. you're moving so fast. Um, but I think that's going to help Michigan a little bit sometimes because last year their offense got struggled so much because they got in droughts. Um, now that's probably going to happen a little bit this year too because so many players. Um, but I do like what Joe Dwan Howard is going to bring to this this uh, this the Michigan basketball program. Um, I don't think anybody's going to work um, harder than Jawan Howard to make this team good because mm-hmm. and I don't want to say the whole Michigan man thing, but he oh, he did so much. When he played at Michigan, I mean, he absolutely loved, you know, playing for Michigan. And now he's the coach. I mean, you see what his emotions were when he first got hired. It was, I mean, it, yeah. it was just so high. I mean, I just, I think he's gonna he'll do some good things with this basketball team. Maybe not this year. You might see Michigan make the first you know the uh, NCAA tournament, maybe get bounced in the first round. Maybe maybe I don't think I don't think NIT but um they do got a tough schedule this year and there's a lot of good teams in the Big Ten, so um yeah, they're gonna go some grow through some growing pains unless, you know it's just the first year. I mean we everyone should expect this. This should be really, really expected. Right. Like I don't I think anyone should have high expectations this year. Just just watch the season and, no. and focus on the good a little bit, and then focus on you know take away from the bad because it's gonna happen. Right, and I think. Uh, go ahead, Tyler. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, um, you know, hiring a new coach, you know, coming in with a whole new system, whole new language, you know, whole demeanor and all that, you know, obviously you're going to go through that growing page and all that, but, you know, obviously, you know, they're, they're going to build that chemistry, you know, throughout the year, you know, hopefully they get, you know, they build up momentum and obviously, so, you know, you see John Howard, you know, he's hitting the raccoon trail, you know, hard, you know, getting the guys that will fit his system and, you know, these are five, four or five-star guys, and, you know, and that's, I feel like that's going to be a good thing to come for this program, you know, with John Howard at the, you know, at at the uh, head coach position. Mm. Yeah, we're just going to see pain. But, uh, uh, well, your thoughts, Brian, you uh, chime in. I think that, you know, it's definitely you're going to see growing pains of a first-year coach. And Jawan's never been a head coach. And, you know, you kind of take that into consideration. And, you know, we have Phil Martelli, uh, you know, kind of a, a legendary head coach, you know, a very highly regarded head coach kind of being his uh his wingman there. Um I think you know something I wanted to add that I forgot. Uh you know, we still have Franz Wagner who's gonna be mm. who's out four to six weeks with a broken wrist and you know, he's one of those guys that he played really good over in Europe and you know, you kinda of say you know, European ball is you know, they got they got some good players over there and maybe adding Franz will kind of be that guy to take off some of the pressure from Livers and, 
Because once, uh, I think Appalachian State, when they went into a diff- different defense and Michigan really wasn't attacking the inside. Well, they were attacking the inside, but, you know, Teske would get triple teamed, you know, and then kind of close out on some shooters not being able to make shots. I think, you know, Franz Wagner, he's got a pretty good shooting stroke, and he plays pretty fundamentally sound that he could, you know, help that, and he plays really solid defense. Uh, you know, that would be really good for Michigan. But as far as, you know, Howard's first season, you know, I think Michigan will be a tournament team, but, you know, definitely not going to be winning the Big Ten this year. Uh, they might be able to steal one from Michigan State this year. Uh, mm. You know, I, I'm not not really sure about that. You know, it kind of depends on how the season plays out. But, you know, this is a if, – if anyone's really, like, like, oh, man, like, fire Jawan. Like, you know, just quit being yeah. a hater. It's the first season. And oh, the Braves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be it would be really tough for Beeline, too, because well, I guess technically if Beeline would have stayed, then they would have got, uh, oh, uh, Wilson, who ended up uh, going to Wilson. Kansas. Jalen Wilson, which, you know, maybe in the offense, but, you know, they were moving off of guys that could go get buckets to guys that were more kind of like positional players. I mean, not not saying Isaiah Livers is a positional player, but not one of those like you know, designated scores. We just maybe we haven't seen it yet in Isaiah because he's played right. more of a supportive role over the years. But it was going to be a tough year for Beeline, and you know, don't be thinking that just because Michigan struggles, that, oh, what, what happened to the basketball team? Let let the man run his stuff. You know, that was kind of like, uh, you know, what Ant Wright said, that if, you know, if things go south, don't hate on Jawan, hate on, you know, the athletic director for not putting together a full search. But I think Jawan will get it done. And like you said, Mike, you know, he loved playing at Michigan. I mean, the way he talks about Michigan I mean, he talks about Michigan better than Jim Harbaugh talks about Michigan, and he's the prodigal son. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if I agree. I mean, I kind of agree with Ant Wright a little bit on that, and, and he's a pretty credible guy. But um, I personally think it was it would have been very hard. It was very hard for to um, Ward Manuel to say no, say no to Jawan Howard, or not hire Jawan Howard. Um, well, I, I, I think that I, mean, I think that I think that he was trying to protect it more like so the integrity of the the basketball program and and hiring Juwan and and giving Juwan a shot versus hiring a guy that is a you know not maybe not an unknown but definitely an unknown to the program and you have no idea you know what if he's going to win or not and with Juwan you don't know if he's going to win or not but um you know that he's going to get really really good players um so and yeah, I think to take a risk to kind of want to think a little bit. Yeah, to kind of like clarify to that, I think he was uh, Ward was going to be in a tough position anyway because Michigan had been like really white hot, you know, with John Beeline. I mean, they were just coming off being the national runner-up, and they, you know, they all their tournament success the previous two seasons, and you know, winning the Big Ten championship tournament back-to-back years, and you know, Michigan wasn't going to be able to go out and get a guy that's a really well-known guy because that's that's so so much pressure on that guy to you know immediately come in and win. And you know, we kind of talk, or heard like discussion about it. You know, maybe if you know Michigan did not necessarily saying that whether they hired Jawan or not, that if you know whoever they brought in or it kind of, like, took off the pressure for a year. Maybe if Yaklich stayed and he was, like, an interim guy, if they couldn't find their – and then the next season, you know, bring in somebody that's more high-profile because, you know, there's not as much heat on the program. But, mm. you know, nonetheless, I I think Joan will do fine, and I'm just kind of excited to watch the season unfold. In my opinion, I, when Joan got hired, I was like, uh, I didn't really – I didn't like it. I'll just be completely honest. I didn't. I wasn't like really that fond of it, but I do. You know, I do like it as more times went on. I am starting to get more you know, open to the the idea of him being the head coach or just actually him. now he is. Um, but you know, I think that's just because it's the, that's the norm of Michigan. You know, they won't hire anybody that's not a Michigan man, basically. <laughs> 
I mean, they they always go towards that that notion of hiring a Michigan man guy, and it's like, I mean, fine, and that's fine. I think Juwan is a is a great he's a he's a great person, and he can I think he's going to get be able to get some really good players. But um, in terms of his debut, I thought I thought it went pretty pretty well. But again, they're going to go through do some growing pains, and uh, you know that last second half, he just kind of okay now. How, how is that going to, you know, and how are they going to do in other games this season when you see something like mm-hmm. that happen? Um, anything else you'd like to add, Tyler? No, I, I got nothing else. <clears throat> All right. Um, thanks for being your honest and open and transparent. Um, yeah, oh, I, no I, I think that we. <laughs> I, I always give you 100. Come on now. <laughs> I mean,. I mean, if we want to get into that, I, I know you do. You didn't have to tell me you did. I'd just be like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I mean, no, I'm, I, mean, I, mean, if you want me to, I mean, if you want me to say, did you want Ed Cooley as a coach? <laughs> yeah. Let's go back. Let's go, let's go home. Let's go home. <laughs> Where it in. Uh, it's cool. It's cool outside, but, man, I don't want to know Ed Cooley as head coach of Michigan. Um <laughs> You know, it doesn't get any lower when Providence fans are in your mentions saying, you know, oh, talking about praising Ed Cooley. I'm like, but man, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving, moving on, <laughs> moving on. I couldn't, that guy couldn't, that guy couldn't hold the uh, hold the candle to anybody in college basketball as far as head coaches go. He's not even in the name of any good college basketball coaches. But um, you know, <laughs> keep it moving. But um, no. Moving on to our score predictions, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, you know, we'll get into that, and then that'll be our um, score predictions for Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, does anyone know the spread of the game, or they have not not released that yet? I don't. I don't think there's been lines yet for. Oh, okay. I mean, there, pro- there probably is, but I don't know it right this second. <laughs> Okay. Well, when it does come out, I will just tw- I will just tweet it out on Twitter, like what what our score predictions oh, so, are. If you want to take, take, you want to so Michigan's a ten and a half. Where where'd you get the, What is that? Uh, where's that source? On my ESPN app. Oh, they're ten and a half. Yeah, okay. ten and a half. Uh, that, uh, that's pretty generous. What, yeah, that's pretty generous. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll move up by, within the next two weeks. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, if they lose to the New Illinois beats Michigan State, then you never know. But what is your score predictions, Brian? Um, I mean, do you want me to go like full prediction or just score prediction? Like, yeah, just give me a, just give me a score prediction because honestly, it's not like like I said, it's not you know, like we're Michigan State playing yeah. for the Super, Michigan State's playing the Super Bowl. Michigan's just Michigan's playing a, a rivalry game too. Um, um, I think this will be a game where you know, Michigan will definitely want to come out hyped up. Uh, I think Michigan State's going to keep it close in the first half, but the Wolverines will pull away in the second half. So, see, I want to say forty-two to fourteen or forty-two to seven, but but I don't I don't think I'm, I'm more on the fence of like Michigan at least getting like thirty-five on them because I mean even even their defense. Even their defense this year, I mean, Kenny Wilkes hasn't been nearly as effective because, you know, Big Ten, you know, they actually have a radar on him and they know he's a legit threat. Uh, Joe Batchy's going to be out. Uh, the defensive backfield, even though they, you know, hype it up, they can get torched just, you know, just as bad. And so I just, I don't really buy into the goal. I mean, Michigan State is the top 20 defense, and if, if, Mich- if Brian, Michigan, Brian, what's your score prediction? Can... Brian, what's your score prediction? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> give me, give me thirty-five. Lay it out. Thirty-five. What? Give me, give me thirty-five to seven. I'll just, I'll okay. take that first week, and depending, and maybe next week if we do another episode, and you know, Illinois happens to beat Michigan State, maybe we'll change it. But I'll say thirty-five to seven, and Michigan wins pretty easily, even though it'll be kind of close in the first half. It's not much scoring, but then Wolverines blow it open in the second half. All right, big dog. What's your score prediction, Tyler? Uh, I'm kind of in the same ballpark. I think we're going to say uh, 34 to 10. Damn. I mean, wow. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, I, you guys' score prediction is a little bit different than mine. That's fine. I guess that's by me. What do you got? Um, like seven I, it sounds like you. What? <laughs> this is not Alabama for <laughs> you guys. Um, is it going to no. rain next week? Uh, no, sh- uh, any, uh, t- Tyler, because I'm guessing you guys are letting Michigan. Uh, you're you're going to say Michigan's going to cover the spread, it sounds like, um, with those score yes. predictions. Um, I've been gambling lately, so, yes, they're going to cover. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Michigan wins 24-13, um, and Michigan um, covers. But I think Michigan wins 24-13. Um, yeah. no. And maybe Michigan puts on a maybe one more touchdown, makes it 31-13, maybe at the last you know second. Or what, you know what I mean? Like, you know, essentially, yeah. you know. Uh, just a you know exclamation touchdown, but I'm waiting right now. I'm sticking with 24 to 13 and Michigan winning, um, and getting the getting the first win in this uh, um, in Harbaugh under Harbaugh at home at Big House. So, um, so that's my score All prediction right. for the for the game. So, um, again, so mine's an 11 point um, you know differential. Tows is like 24 and. Brian, you're just like, uh, what, you know, 25 or 4 or something like that. I don't know. So, yeah. our score predictions for you guys, um, I think it's going to be a good game. It always is. But um, in terms of, you know, uh, highly anticipated games, not like uh, huge, highly anticipated. You know, it, it's going to be a so good game, though. So, um, yeah. Anything last final remarks from either of you guys? Uh, no, I, uh, I got nothing this week. Hmm. All right. Um, I mean, it's, it's time. For, that'd be a whole another episode, but we can talk about uh, the news of Chris Evans being back. Well, not back, but hmm. make it. Yeah, maybe we can. We can. Maybe whole, we can get into that's that. a whole another episode. <laughs> All right, maybe we can jump into that in another episode. So, um, it uh, we I don't know, that's gonna do it do it for the um, this for this episode, guys. Um, we'll we'll give you give you a recap of Michigan Michigan State uh, um, next next week. So, um, and it's gonna do it for us. Um, listen to all our episodes on um, Anchor, you know, Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast as well. Um, and then uh, check out their, our content on Twitter and Facebook to um, Michigan, Michigan State on Saturday, 11-16. Um, as always, it's a go blue. Go blue.